everyone. My name is Samantha Ante, and I'm here with Anastasia. And I'm gonna be asking her some questions about uh, the film Unconditional because she was the director. Welcome to this event. I hope that you guys enjoy and we'll get started. Um, so uh, Anastasia, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Can you give us a brief introduction of yourself and your work? Sure. So uh, as Samantha said, my name is Anastasia and I was born and raised in Ukraine and I moved to the United States like almost four years ago to pursue my acting career. And uh, also I started doing some casting work and like I started being more on set like almost a year ago with Hollywood casting and film. Um, I've done, um, I've directed like four movies. I was a production assistant on a bunch of our movies that we made and assistant director and set designer sometimes and a bunch of other <laughs> positions that I took up on. Um, yes, oh, um, but mostly like my main goal is acting. I'm still pursuing this and uh, yeah, aiming for the stars. I mean, I finished uh, a year course here in Ukraine, uh, here in Ukraine, because I'm now in Ukraine, here in Ukraine. Yeah. For, for a bit. I'm moving back to the United States, though. Um, so um, I finished here Ukrainian film school. It was like acting for theater. I went to New York Film Academy in Los Angeles. I took a month course there for acting for film. I took a bunch of classes at Acting Studio Chicago here and there. So yeah, it's been going on for, I think, six years now. That's amazing that you took all those roles and it was just like, let's do it. And, and you succeeded at it. So these give us like a sense that when you put something in your mind and you put the effort, it's going to work out. And that's amazing that from, from acting, you, you took all those other roles in production and now you have that experience. So that's definitely yes. encouraging for other actors not to only be, you know, an actor, but like sometimes you can uh, learn other things and that will make your uh, your portfolio or your career even more exciting and, and full well, sure. of other experiences. Understand the other side of the camera. And so it helped me a lot to understand how mistakes I was making, you know, uh, auditioning. So seeing other actors performing in front of me gave me like a brighter understanding oh, oh that was wrong what I was doing or that was right you know so it helped me a lot and being on set is amazing as well you just see all the hard work that is happening like sometimes it would be on set and I would be like oh my god I'm so tired this is so exhausting <laughs> and then when I was on set as a production assistant or as a director that what what is exhausting <laughs> yes because you have to you know, take all these um, different scenes and rerun it and rerun it and rearrange everything. And definitely, yeah, I, I understand you because before I was just acting and then I kind of got my hands on in production and now I understood what really the effort and, and like the, the vision is. So that was, that was pretty cool as well. But now let's jump in and talk about Unconditional. I was there with you, sure. we did the casting together. And we both like the story because it was a really, really um, relatable story in a way. Um, we all went through that fear. <laughs> we all went through that fear when we were on our team. Um, but tell me, what was your first impression when you first read the script? 
So the first impression, it kind of touched my heart because um, honestly, I cannot relate personally. I never found myself in mm -hmm. such situation, but I feel like it's just uh, the writer, Diane, wrote it the way so you can kind of relate to the main character, even though you never experienced the same thing. You know, you can just put yourself in the shoes of that little girl who is just like um, trying to figure it out. And it's her like, first boyfriend and first pain and struggle in relationships. Like also we all can relate to hardships and relationships between parents and us, right? So there are things that just kind of touched my heart. I'm like, I would like to tell this story. And like, I envisioned, I envisioned the picture almost right away after reading the script. So I was like, she's going to be sitting in the shower. And then I see this and that. So it just kind of came to me right away. And what it proves is that it was really well written in the first place. So um, yeah, I almost right away, I think we were in casting with you and I'm like, I want to direct it. Like, I yeah. really kinda feel like I just felt honestly, a lot of things that I do um, in my life and in my career as well, they just come from the feeling. This intuition, like this yeah. is for me. This I is, trust yeah. my intuition really, I really trust it. And uh, I'm, I just kind of like, I should go for it. Like I read the script once, I did not know what was gonna be, you know, out of it, but I kind of just like felt it was the right thing to do. So I trust myself in those things. Yeah, that's amazing. How was it directing this film uh, when you first, put your, you know, yourself on set and in, in, in the feeling of giving them the instructions and all that stuff, like how was that experience? So um, honestly, uh, we were pretty much prepared. So uh, because we were casting for this together, mm -hmm. I knew my actors and I knew what to expect from them. And that's a huge part of it because when you come to set and you have no idea like who are the actors what are they going to bring to the table this is really like um frustrating yeah i would say but i knew my actors so i knew that uh, i don't have to worry about that part you know i knew uh they were professional i knew they would bring their wardrobe i knew they would know their lines so i knew who i casted so that was a part that made me kind of chill about it Mm -hmm. Also, I was working with uh, Russell. He was my DP, like director of photography. I also trusted him and his vision. I knew mm -hmm. that he knew what he was doing. So I wasn't worried about that. Dolan was my uh, AD. I also like absolutely uh, love the way he works and the way yeah. he helps you know on set and stuff like that you were there so you were like the best set designer oh, thank you <laughs> so uh I was really really satisfied with the crew I saw on the you know in the list in the crew list and I was satisfied with the cast so honestly my work on set went as smoothly as it should you know and as it was expected so I kind of I enjoyed being on set. We also were in time. We finished in time. Everyone was just kind of everyone knew what they were doing, and that's something that any uh, director could just like ask for, you know, 
because when people know what they're doing, everything goes just right, you know? Exactly. You Nobody runs behind the schedule. So it was uh, really, and also we did a couple um, table reads with actors. I don't remember exactly, it was one or two, but I remember that uh, we also rehearsed with them. So I did mm-hmm. not really even spend that much time on set explaining, you know, what, what do I want? So they yeah. pretty much knew what did I want is that I just had to like tell them their positions and sometimes I would have to break it down. Okay, this is wrong, this is right. But we had a couple of struggles, like acting struggles um, between the young actors, but we like figured it out within the time frame we were given. So that was, it was really smooth. So can't complain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I completely agree with you and like you said the actors that we cast they were really strong so even if you change the direction I think they they will get it you know and I remember right. like on the table read that they were like whoa I completely uh took like the character in a different perspective when I read the script but once you explain to them especially Bella I remember Bella was really right. impressed with the with her new personality she's like I like that Bella the most like I I thought she was weak but no she was you know independent strong so right. yeah I remember those those tables that was interesting and also remember mm-hmm. John Jordan like he just like literally showed up to our uh online audition like eating something at mm-hmm. the table so I was like, that's our guy. He knows exactly what he's doing. And uh, he came prepared, dressed up like in the character already, like being that dad who is just like a priest or whatever. So the mom, yeah. she was like, I can't relate to the character because I also have a daughter and stuff like that. So I really like, they felt it, all of them. So mm-hmm. that was a great part about it because we really did a good job, I think, on casting those because on casting uh for this project because we really like kind of took the right people you know for those exactly yeah and that brings us to the next question which is uh, what were the key components that these actors had that brought the characters to life you know i think the key um thing they all kind of have is that realness that they have in their possession they're super real about what they're doing so I did not have to kind of sometimes actors overact and you kind of need to ask them can you just like slow down a little bit it's not that like dramatic like be real and they were just kind of like real about it because the story is uh, it's not sci-fi, you know, or something like crazy. It's like mm-hmm. literally a simple story from like uh, any uh, house around you, you know, you can meet this story mm-hmm. like, literally anywhere. Um, how many people do we know that were, that kind of were in this position and stuff like that? So um, I guess that took like the bigger, the, it's the big part of it that the story was kind of easy to comprehend, but also they have this real emotion in them, either it's pain or compassion or whatever it is that touched their heart when they were auditioning, I saw it. So I was literally casting for this, only going off, I believe you. I believe in what you're doing because you believe in it. Yeah. 
And what was an important moment for you to get right when directing this piece? Like, what was the scene that you were like, this better be, you know, I mean, the whole project, you have that mindset, but like, what was that scene where you were like, we need to, you know, get this one? I think the, the, right breaking point, the breaking point of this, it was a couple moments, actually. I and mean, one of them, it was um, in the scene where Bella talks to Julian and she's like, well, it's my test. Like, I'm pregnant, right? And he kind of just doesn't give a shit about it. Yeah. And then uh, my main goal there was to show that, oh, okay, so you kind of, you're going to act like this but um, I'm gonna decide what to do with this, not you, because it's my body and my decision. And if whatever I decide is gonna be my choice, like you literally have no word. So that was important because uh, she started acting as if she was a, a victim. Yeah. And I did not want that. I wanted her to be strong, even though she's like 14 or 16, doesn't matter. But I wanted her to express that um, the, like I wanted her to get that message across that whatever is happening with my body is my choice. Fine. But just know that whatever I decide to do, it's my choice. Another thing that was really important for me right after that when Bella kind of uh, comes back home and she meets her mother uh, for me, it was important to show that breaking point where Bella kind of uh, lets it out, you know, and she cries about it and she goes to her mom. I wanted to, for, I wanted that moment to be as warm as it could be, you know, as warming and as calming and comforting because we all, a lot of kids, teenagers, they are afraid to talk to their parents about stuff that mm -hmm. is going on in their lives. And you know what's the funniest thing? Stuff is going on. It's like mm -hmm. parents sometimes think that my child is just such a like peach and they just go to school and come home. But no, there are stuff like there is stuff going on and there are things that are complicated and difficult at the age of 14. And uh, I wanted to show that uh, how good it is when a child, a teenager can open their heart to their parents, how important yep. it is for the parents to show, I'm going to support you no matter what. So yep. I wanted to, I wanted for that moment to be kind of like, oh, thank God she kind of supported her. Thank God she said it's yeah. going to be okay. Because after her boyfriend kind of uh, like not abandoned her off. Yeah. He, basically abandoned her like he just kind of like uh, got scared and stuff yeah. uh, we go back to our parents and if there is a rejection there then what then yeah. then a bunch of then a bunch of mistakes and a bunch of broken uh, fates and broken lives yeah and uh since you went from like acting and and going putting your your uh, hands on production what is the role that you like the most directing directing you obviously yeah, yeah because every time when I, when I was a production assistant I started with that I was like well but that is wrong and this is I would do this this way and I would do that so that is already like then I was um uh an assistant director and that was 
that was tough. I was an assistant director for How to Be a Menace in Southside Chicago. And I like absolutely love the project and I absolutely love uh, John, the director. So I was kind yeah. of like, of course I want, he asked me to be his like uh, assistant and I was like, sure, I'll do it. And then um, I did a huge amount of job because you know how responsible I am. So mm -hmm. it, it's like more, it's a technical work and I'm not saying I don't like it. I like when things are kind of on their shelves, you know, and everyone, I knew the timeframes when is the lunch, I was following what was going on on set. I was like helping the actors and blah, blah, blah. And, um, but I, oh, I still like felt like I want to, I would, I would, I would do this this way, or I would do this this uh -huh. way. Never, no matter what role I'm taking on set, I always look at it and I'm like, how would I do this? So, yep. yeah. And the assistant director is kind of like, it's taking an artistic part of, of it. You know, mm -hmm. I, like it's kinda, you're doing everything. Logistics. Yeah, but ex mm -hmm. except for the artistic part, when you get to say you stand there and then you do that mm -hmm. and then you say that and the acting is wrong and like this is not what I'm trying to do here and stuff like that. So yeah, I really it's super draining and exhausting to be a director because you kind of give it all. But come on, what is not acting is draining too. Like, but directing is kind of like it's like acting and everything and acting and organization and like literally you are directing each and every single process that is going on and um now to to finish up this amazing uh segment that i have with you what do you want the audience to take from this short film as i said um i would like people to understand how important it is nowadays to find somebody to have somebody in their life who they can trust and who they can count on. Mm -hmm. And in this particular situation, it's your mom, but sometimes it's not the case. And sometimes mm -hmm. people don't have that. And as I said, maybe some mom will look at this movie and will rethink, but if it's not the case, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just like the message that not only it's good to have that person, right? Some people just don't have that. It's more of a never give up, no matter what life throws in you. You just kind of, mm -hmm. you need to get it together. You need to be stronger than they want you to be. You know, even if you're like, and like also, even if your boyfriend uh, appears, like appears to be a, a dickhead, you will have your mom. There's going to be somebody yeah how to like to get out of where you are right now you know it's like so never give up she comes home absolutely um kind of devastated like, yeah she's yeah. devastated and i'm pretty sure she did not really expect her mom to react that way and how comforting and calming it was when she reacted that way so yeah my point is that i believe that in each and every like in life of any person there is going to be that person who will give you that um, feeling of comfort. Yeah, feeling of comfort and feeling like I'm safe here. So mm -hmm. just never give up. And if you don't have that person yet, keep like just know it's coming. Maybe it's not time, but that person is going to be there for you. 
Even if it's not your mom, it might be your future boyfriend or future girlfriend, or it might be your brother or sister. It's just like you, but for that, you need to open your heart. If Bella didn't tell her mom, if Bella started doing some freak stuff by herself, Mm -hmm. uh, it wouldn't be that. It would be something Mm -hmm. else. So Bella opened her heart. That what made this all happen. And that what made her mom to open her heart back. So my point is that, no, no matter how many times you get hurt, you still need to be able to open your heart. Yes, and reinvent yourself, right? Like we always have the opportunity to reinvent, reinvent ourselves. We know we came from another country and completely started from zero and, and, and life probably threw a bunch of stuff at us. But like definitely, I think, keep going. And like you said, find that person that will give you the confidence and, and the support that you need. And if it doesn't come yet, you, you have that within you. You can yeah. definitely support yourself and, and always, you know, try to find a way. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. But like, no, open your heart, open, open your, your heart, heart for those people. Definitely. No. Well, thank you so much, Anastasia, for your time. I know that you are in vacation in Ukraine. I know that you're enjoying yourself. Uh, but uh, I'm excited that we're going to be screening on Unconditional because I think uh, you did a great job directing and the crew did a great job, you know, getting the vision um, on it and, and Diane, an amazing uh, job writing the story. So it deserves to be shown and uh, we're looking forward for that. But thank you so much, Anastasia, and um, hope to work with you again. Sure. You're welcome. Thank you, Samantha, for uh, calling me and for this nice conversation. Thank you guys. Thank you guys all for being here. Uh, So we're gonna go into a little interview with the cast for Unconditional. Um, So with us, we have Stacey Miner, John Jordan and Bella Muir. And then can you guys go around and give us just quick introductions? Feel free to talk about your work or anything you'd like to share. I'm Stacey Miner. Um, I've been continuing my education with classes. Um, I'm filming some, some more indies. I'm going back on set this week um, I'm getting some um, availability checks for projects coming up. Um, can't wait to see what 2021 has in store. I'm also, I just recently got signed. I am signed with uh, Dream Team and I just recently got signed with a company out of uh, Indianapolis and hopefully going to be doing some billboards with them. And um, I work full time. I got to quit saying, um, I work full time as a cashier to, uh, I also do transcription, currently working with a uh, ghostwriter and working on a project for the NFL. All of this to fund this thing we call a dream. So staying active, staying busy, uh, working even on my days off and loving where this is going. My name is Bella Muir. This was my first ever short film, so it was tons of fun, great experience. Um, Recently, I have been having lots of auditions, so hopefully something will come through very soon. And lately, I guess I've just been focusing on school. This is my freshman year of high school, and it's over Zoom, so it's been been a roller coaster. It's been very interesting, but um yeah it's been fun and I just love theater and acting and film so much so it's great to be in this kind of stuff and hopefully get back out there after this quarantine and do tons of new projects um I'm John Jordan 
And uh, recently, I uh, get back into taking uh, classes and getting back into training. I had a couple of months that I wasn't training. I was just busy doing a lot of projects, actually. Um, working on like web series. Um, I'm on a movie set right now, actually. Um, so staying busy, um, getting some auditions from my agent as well, uh, mainly some commercial auditions. Um, so hopefully that'll come through too. But yeah, same as everyone else, staying busy with training. Um, I do work full time. I work as a sales administrator uh, for a payroll company. Um, so I do that Monday through Friday. And then uh, that helps me, uh, like Stacy said, fund the dream. So, um, so it's fun. I enjoy my job. But having a lot of fun pursuing acting. So I just thought a good first question, um, Stacy and John, if we could start with you guys, what your previous experiences working on film projects and genres or roles that you guys like? Go ahead, Stacey. I did a lot of background work and then I did, uh, I started working on indies. So I've been doing indies for a couple of years and I'm always getting the roles of teacher, um, mom, attorney, doctor, reporter, that kind of stuff. So uh, I loved the theme of unconditional. And when I got the role of mom, I was, I couldn't have been happier. I, I liked it. I felt very comfortable because I am a mom. And I thought the story was really good about don't judge when something could be happening in your own home. And it was great working with these guys. I loved it and I thought they were perfect for the part. And it was a real, it, it became a really comfortable setting, a real comfortable set in a real comfortable situation with these guys playing the parts that they did. It felt like family. It was good. Me, um, previous acting experience, um, done a lot of short films, um, a lot of short films, a couple of different web series, a little bit of commercial work, um, and then um, another film as well. Uh, and then other than that, I've just been doing some training uh, as well. The things I really like, I really like like drama, dramatic um, roles, or like thriller kind of uh, action kind of roles. Um, I like the role that I played in Unconditional of uh, the father. So, uh, and I am a dad in real life, and I actually grew up in a very strict religious. Um, my parents were very strictly religious when I was growing up. They aren't now, but uh, but I could definitely relate to it. So it was a very relatable role for me. So that's why that's why I, I really liked it a lot. And then so next question I had for you, Bella. Um, so I heard this was your first film and you mentioned that too. Um, so I was just wondering what that was like for you working on your first film feature. So I have done lots of projects in the past, but this was my first short film and it was <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, I did have high expectations, obviously, because it's the dream. I've, it's something I've always wanted to do. It's a great start. And it definitely met all of them. It was such an incredible experience. I got to like see the behind the scenes and how people put together movies. And it was truly incredible and I loved it so much. What was some initial response upon reading the script or what attracted you to your role? And anyone can take that question. Mom part was what attracted me to the role. And I had a daughter that went, well, my daughter's 30 now, but I thought, what if, this were my daughter in high school. What if this were happening to my daughter in high school? And at first I felt kind of like the, um, the witchy strict mom. And then 
when it got to the end, not to be a spoiler, but then when it got to the end, I felt, I felt good in knowing that I could be the understanding mom, that I do hope that my daughter feels that, uh, I think my daughter thought I was a little strict when she was in school. Um, and so it kind of, it kind of made me feel like I was that mom again. And I, when I did the role and at the end, I hope that when my daughter sees it, that she will feel like, yep, that's my mom. She could be tough, she could be strict, but if it's something serious and something that we can't control, um, I've got a thing about acceptance. And I hope that my daughter will see it as, yeah, that's my mom. She may not have been like that so much years ago, but after she's gone through what's happened in life and we've gotten to where we're at, acceptance is key. And that I portray that role. Oh yeah, that's so sweet. I love that you compare it like with your own daughter too. Like seeing that kind of like twist towards the end on there. Like you're, you have all this buildup of, um, if like the parents are going to be upset with her, you know, but then it's like such a sweet ending. So it's really beautiful. Anybody going through the high school stuff there, it's, it's a huge worry of, oh my gosh, what's going to happen at home? What are my parents going to do? And so the uncertainty, especially when you're growing up with strict parents, you know, are they going to accept me? Are they going to kick me out? Um, the beginning of the show, we're not so keen on what we find out another teenage is happening with another teenage daughter. And then when it happens in our own home, it's based on unconditional love. And it's, it, that's so relatable to anyone's life in any circumstance. It's so easy to judge and everything else is so easily turned around. I mean, the opinions of people, uh, it's easy to have some, a, a bad opinion or not so kind opinion about someone else and what someone else is going through until you go through it yourself or until it's under your roof. And when it is, you have to face things a lot differently. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I agree with Stacey. Um, just the aspect of like the unconditional um, love that you want to be able to you know, show your kids. And you know, as a parent myself, I want my kids to be that and me to be, uh, be able to come talk to me about things or feel um, feel comfortable talking to me or coming to me with their issues or just knowing that I'm going to be a parent that's uh, that's like like uh, like Stacy is in the in the film somebody that's accepting and um, still uh, supportive because I remember feeling you know like Stacy said as a teen uh, when you're a teenager you're always worried about you know something that's going to happen at home or, um, you know, my parents are going to think about this or you don't want to talk to your parents about certain things, uh, especially when important things come up. So uh, it was something, it was a really a, a film that was definitely relatable in all aspects. Hopefully some teenager will see this or some parents will actually see this. It, it was a good role. It's something good to go on the resume. It was a good role that fit all of us, but hopefully uh, along the along the line, someone will actually see this, and whether you're a parent or a teenager, say, you know what, maybe things aren't so bad. You know, when we anticipate something that's going to happen, something that might be bad or that we don't agree with, um, we think, oh, I don't want it to happen. I don't want to be faced with that. But when you are, maybe someone will see this down the road and say, you know, keep the communication open, keep the 
unconditional love open and you know work on the things that you can't change work everything is a choice you have a choice to take something and turn it into a bad or a good and hopefully things of this nature draw people closer together and maybe a teenager or a parent may see this and even though it's just a little short film it could be something that triggers a reaction for somebody down the road and uh, turns a situation better that would be great um so i was just wondering how you all would describe your character and your role in the story a little bit i think you kind of touched on that everyone did a little bit but if you had any other notes or anything you wanted to add so my role was bella which is kind of cool because my name's also bella and this character um, she basically is a teenager and she lives in a very religious household where like there's nothing till marriage you got to save yourself and that's kind of how her family believes and their expectations for her and then all of a sudden she becomes pregnant and now this is just the story of how she kind of goes along about that with her parents she got to tell her parents um, and then her boyfriend and it's just kind of you get to go along this journey with her and see how she reacts and how things happen and how just in the end how family really just comes together and is yeah <laughs> um yeah seeing like the boyfriend's reaction I was just like wow that's so horrible <laughs> I was like I can't believe <laughs> but it happens I know yeah it definitely does unfortunately Mm -hmm. Like I said, I thought it was pretty uh, a pretty realistic clip. Mm -hmm. Hopefully down the road, the ending can influence the way somebody handles it if they're faced with it in real life. Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully it can help someone. Right. Yeah, just having that. There was a part to play um, to add to the resume and the experience and a story that we haven't done before, but hopefully to someone else, it can be a little bit of advice on how to handle a situation. Yeah, for kids and parents. What were some of the challenges or exciting parts of playing your characters? Uh, for me, I guess it was kind of exciting. Um, I guess it was kind of funny, kind of going into this that like strict religious dad role. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself that kind of a dad, <laughs> um, but, uh, this is kind of like a like a throwback for me to, to my upbringing. Because um, like I said, I grew up very religious. So um, it was kind of kind of interesting to put that hat on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was interesting to see too, like all the little details that they did with the cinematography, very much highlighting that. Yeah, with the, the imagery and the silly, they had everything set up. So. Right, yeah, they made it very clear <laughs> with that. <Yeah. laughs> Okay, so next question I had, you guys had Anastasia as your director for the project. So what was that like working with her? Very personable. Yeah. He's um, very down to earth, straight to the point. And she keeps uh, comedy in there. She keeps seriousness in there. Um, and she does, her, she does a job well and keeps it light. Yeah, and, she keeps, uh, keeps a good environment. Yeah. Yeah, it's very comfortable. It's a, like, like you said, John. It's a, it's a good environment. It's comfortable, and it, it goes smoothly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I have worked, well, this was my first time working with Anastasia. And since then I have worked her, with her as background in another short film, but um, working with her was awesome. Um, she definitely gave me lots of feedback that I have used since then. And it was very helpful. Um, and like everyone else said, she got to the point, she knew what she needed to get done and she did it, which is very key when directing something because you have to get the job done. And yeah, she did an incredible job of that. Um, any fun behind the scenes stories that you all can share or that you wanna share? So probably something, I don't know, it was fun, it was different um, that I did during the filming was the shower scene. I had never done a scene like that before and it was fun. Um, it, was a, it was an experience. So. Yeah, I loved it. It was definitely different and I love doing different things. You know, I got to sit in the shower with the water and all the cameras and um, it was different, but it was a lot of fun. We had fun teasing John because he kept eating up the props. <laughs> when they put the plate in front oh of him. Oh my gosh, I ate like three pieces of chicken. <laughs> it was fun, they were like, John, stop it. Oh my gosh. I was the only one eating. Everybody else's plates were full. Well, John would like take a big chunk. They were like, not that big, John. Then they're like, okay, bring in another piece of chicken. Put it on John's plate. Yeah, and Samantha kept making that was, chicken. That was funny, though. That It was fun. That was fun. And um, the behind the scenes was the house that we were in, his dogs, when they would start barking and running through the scenes. And, you know, at first it would be really serious. And then the dogs would start running through and they'd be like, get over here, come here, come here. They'd be like, cut. The dog would be barking, running through the kitchen. It, we, you know, we had some moments that it, it's a very serious topic and a very serious film, but we had some moments that really lightened it up and everyone laughed through it. You know, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, get them out of here. We're filming something, don't you? You know, it was, it, it was fun. It was comfortable. It was comfortable, which made it a lot more comfortable and easier for us to do our jobs too. And just everybody kept it light and did their jobs and it all came together. It looks great. Yeah, it was, good. It was really, it was really great. I had a great experience. Last question I just had for you guys. Do you have any actors or directors that you admire or would want to work with? Tom Hanks. I'll throw that out there. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Denzel Washington. Um, I have a few that I wouldn't mind working with and being on set with and uh, and doing a film. I would absolutely love that. I love Donald Glover, um, Denzel, Meryl Streep. Oh, I love Meryl. Love Meryl. Yeah, she's great. Those are some of my favorites. Spike Lee. Um, do you guys have any like final thoughts or questions for each other about any of it? No, other than I hope our paths cross again because it was a good team and it was a uh, fun work situation. Yes, definitely. So thank you Hollywood Casting and Film for putting us together to uh, make a point like that. Yes, thanks for the opportunity. I really had a great time working with everybody.